1: What's going on Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears. Later on today's episode, we're going to talk about what will be the increased role of Jack Sanborn, somebody we were very high on in preseason with the departure of Roquan Smith. Can he or will he win that starting linebacker position with that absence? We'll also talk about uh, Lou Getze and how he expects uh, Chase Claypool to be available on Sunday and Chase Claypool saying that he thinks that him and Darnell Mooney can develop a hell of a chemistry together as a wide receiver core. We'll get into all that, plus more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, you guys know here, if you guys have been in Chicago uh, Bears Central since the preseason, one of the players that we've been very high on in preseason, specifically because of his play, the way he was always around the ball, the way that he just, being an undrafted free agent, he just really... I epitomize kind of that 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 nastiness of being a Chicago Bear linebacker, and that was Jack Sanborn, who balled out in preseason, but hadn't really gotten a lot of snaps once the regular season started to really even make an impact. Well, it seems like Allen Williams, the defensive coordinator, is very high on Jack Sanborn, saying this: he plays hard, he plays physical in terms of the hit principle, he does hustle, he is intense. So for those first two steps, and then saying what's there not to like about Sanborn? He just needs a chance to get on the field, and perform, and one of the things that this does open up with the trade of Roquan Smith, we know a lot of you guys are down on it, it's just this, it gives you the opportunity to take a look at some of the younger players that you have on this to see who's going to stand up, who may earn a starting position, and again, do I expect Jack Sanborn to all of a sudden become this worldly linebacker, and that we don't have to go out and sign another middle linebacker, or anything like that? No, not necessarily, I'm not saying that, but Jack Sanborn is now going to have a chance to show that, that pre, those preseason glimpses that he did put out there um, on the field, he's now going to have a chance to show those in the regular season. He had this to say, I'm confident in myself, I believe I'm a smart player, and I understand the whole role of the defense is where I'm supposed to be doing my job, That uh, then once that's good, try to do some more. So I'm not going to try to do anything crazy, I'm going to try to be myself. And that's what him uh, asked about if he thinks that he's going to win that starting linebacker position. We'll see. They've played close to the vest uh, so far. I don't think they've made any announcements as far as who's going to be starting in place of Roquan Smith, but Jack Sanborn is a player that I hope and I am happy that we're going to get to see an extended look at now for the, for the last part of the season and really see. like It's not going to be him. They're going to get other players' opportunities and snaps to just really see if they have a gem possibly of any one of these guys and what their role could be going into the defense next season and you know if they have to go out and maybe draft another linebacker. The one thing about the Chicago Bears team, And I understand a lot of Bears fans being down on the Roquan Smith trade. Again, had the Chase Claypool uh, uh, trade not come afterwards, I probably would have been a little bit more down on it myself. But at the end of the day, yes, Roquan leading the league in tackles. A a, a huge player for us. Somebody who's, you know, one of the best linebackers in the NFL. But when you factor in the amount of money that he he was going to be after, the fact that he probably wasn't going to get that, I think that was the biggest sticking point. Here's just that contract extension coming up. And the Bears are just not being willing to pay that much money for a guy who, while leading the league in tackles, again, this team is still so far away from competing. So we'll see. Can Jack Sanborn win that starting linebacker position? I'm going to put that. Let me know what you think on that one down below. I'll probably also put a, uh, a tab in the community tab over on YouTube if you guys are watching there. So be on the lookout for that. Let me know what you think about it. But moving on from that, right? That's one of the benefits from sending out Roquan Smith on the defensive side. We also made a trade to bring in a hell of an offensive weapon for Justin Fields and this offense, and that's Chase Claypool. And so Luke Getzey has talked about how he does he, he, he's expecting uh Claypool to get integrated into the offense very quickly. And he says this: I think it'll be okay, and we'll make sure he's ready to rock and roll forever is role uh to come Sunday. Um, and then saying this, the level of what that looks like, we're not quite sure of, though. Chase. Claypool is playing Sunday. I know there were some questions around that. If, if he's going to be up to, uh, and, and ready to play and things like that, he's playing Sunday. We know he's playing Sunday. Now, what the impact of that is going to be remains to be be seen. But him saying that he feels like him and Darnell Mooney can be a super dynamic duo for, for the Bears. And I completely understand what he's looking at that. When you look at the combination of the voter, vertical threat of Chase Claypool, the playmaking ability of uh, Darnell Mooney, we can see it's going to take some time to develop. Don't expect to see it first game we may see some sparks of it we may see some signs of it but over the course of the next season uh the rest of the season how they're going to develop together uh chase claypool is going to be way more featured in this offense than what he was in pittsburgh so he's going to get every opportunity to shine things like that i'm super excited to see how they work him into the game on sunday we already know luke Getz he's been calling last two games he's called some really good drives really good games i think overall he has for this offense adding in a weapon like claypool yeah if, if, if he does not start, I, I don't know if he's going to start this upcoming Sunday, but if he does, it's just going to add so much of a dynamic. And regardless how they get him integrated, how they get him worked in, they've already talked about how he blocks and how they want to use him in that blocking game as well. Chase Claypool is going to be a featured player on this offense. And I, for one, am glad to see and get a glimpse of that Sunday and see how that, that chemistry continues to develop over the course of the rest of the season. We still have a lot of games where we're luckily going to be able to take a look. We have nine games left this season. Nine games. That is more than enough to really get a good sample size and a chuck and a fill for Chase Claypool as a wide receiver in this system. And then the Bears can go out and see what else they need to do. We have a, a question, one of the voicemail questions of what the what this team is going to do with the draft pick, so I'm not going to get into that quite yet. But, again, super excited about what Chase Claypool can bring to this team and what he hopefully will bring to this team. So heading into this, this next game, Week 9, we play uh, the, the Dolphins, which is listen it's going to be a test it's going to be a specifically a test for the passing defense the defense that looked terrible last uh last game they're now facing uh the third best passing uh team in the league they average 292 and a half yards passing per game due to the Miami Dolphins whereas we we know our passing game has been one of the, the the things that haven't been quite as good for us uh right now but we have the best rushing attack in the league doing 188 yards per game but the the, the defense in this game has to stand up we have to come in. Um, and, you know, we're allowing to, uh, 22.6 points per game so far. And this is a team that's averaging 22.3 points per game. So it's going to be a battle. The defense has to send up. We have to f- have a much better defensive showing than what we had in the last game. And I know a lot of people are expecting that considering we lost Roquan Smith. But this team has to be better defensively. That's how we have to come in. Um, and so. You know our, our passing defense has been been better, uh, so you know we'll we'll see with that. We need to we need to see if we can tighten that up some. Uh, our run defense has to be much better, especially than what it was last game. And while we're going to be doing a prediction show tomorrow, we know what the blueprint to the Dolphins winning is, and that's that's it. We know what that blueprint is. We have to maintain. We have to hit to it when we can. We have to not bend but don't break on that on on that in that passing game. Can the Bears, and this is a new look, passing offense gonna be something we feel right away from this team. Tons of questions going into this dolphin game with this team that something that we didn't expect to ask. That defense looked so terrible in last game against the Cowboys that you know hopefully they can have a bounce back. Hopefully this isn't the start of a trend of them sliding. Downwards. Um, The Dolphins are allowing 262 yards on their defensive side in the passing game. Can this now, this this Bears passing offense that has looked better week over week, adding a weapon like Chase Claypool, do they get to take a better advantage of that overall? Some of the things that I'm going to be watching out, and we're going to discuss when we do the prediction show tomorrow for the Bears versus the Miami Dolphins. But that's it. It's Friday. That means it's the mailbag episode around here. So we're going to get into the mailbag. First, we're going to jump into this one from Tyrone.
0: What up, uh, uh, fellas? This is Tyrone from Memphis. So I'm calling about this Roquan Smith trade, and it hurts, but it is necessary. I was hoping that we were gonna at least get another pick in 24. I was thinking a second and a fifth or sixth and maybe a third round in 24. We gotta figure out a way to utilize these picks to get an offensive tackle, maybe a guard, maybe a in free agency, and a wide receiver. Maybe Smith and Jigba something like that Uh, this draft should be fun trading a 28 year old stud at middle linebacker hurts but i think it's easier to find a stud middle linebacker than it is to find a star tackle so we need to really shoot for that
1: as always
0: i appreciate the show man bear down
1: and so it's way too early i'm going to start doing some some more draft coverage and looking at what the bears could do with the picks looking at kind of because so much is up in air as far as like where the bulls the bears are going to pick where those draft selections going to fall um, so as that, that picture starts, you know, looking a little bit more, more clear, I'll start covering some draft prospects on the daily show as well. But when I think about it, the, the bears have things that they need to address. We know we need to address, uh, the, the offensive line. I think we need to do something to address the interior defensive line as well. Now linebacker also still probably wire receiver. Um, you know, if they want to go after another impact wire receiver, the bears have a lot of things to address between the draft and free agency. Luckily they have a lot of money and they have a lot of draft picks, to do so and to get as many bites of the apple as possible. It's going to be interesting to see how Ryan Poles attacks this off, this uh, offseason coming up because he has the, the ability, is he going to go after veterans, right, and try to really get this team into being a playoff and a contending team as quick as possible? Is he going to go after more of the younger, unproven players? Is he going to rely and fill some of the bigger needs in the draft? Or is he going to look at, hey, let's get as many, you know, possible uh, impact players we can in the draft that have potential but let's shore up the, sh- the surefire things with the free agency it's a lot of different ways that Ryan Poles can go with it and attack this offseason I think that picture is going to become a little bit more clear as the, the Bears as we see how the Bears now respond after the moves now that this is going to be our final roster from here going to the end of the season now Ryan Poles has to evaluate not just evaluate for how they're playing now but he's going to take some time to evaluate how they project as well Chase Claypool up for an extension at the end of next season like things like that he's going to have to forecast and plan enough for the future while also addressing the things we need now immediately so that we can continue to see the growth from Justin Fields Darnell Mooney David Montgomery Khalil Herbert Tristan Ebner who I want to see get worked in the offense a little bit more as well we have a lot of things that we need to address in those areas so I can't necessarily say which way they're going to go with it yet but the good thing is that we have a vision We have a direction that we know we're going to go. We have the assets also, whether it be through free agent, whether it be through draft, to make some significant changes to the Chicago Bears roster. And because of that... It's As a Bears fan, as a lifelong Bears fan, as as somebody who wants to see this franchise succeed not only for the now but in the future and be set up to have a team that's going to compete, I want the Bears to have that team that we can be in the conversation every year for the next handful of years. And Ryan Poles has the now the assets theoretically to do so. Let's see if he can bring it home. All right, let's get into this last voicemail. This one's from Rory. Hey,
0: C-Dub, Bobby, what's up? Hey, man, this is your boy Rory again, man. Hey. Um, as like I said, um, it's not about the wins and losses of this year, you know, that's really important, you know what I'm saying, because we know we don't have the weapons and the team that we really want, you know what I'm saying, you know, that we got, that we want to be, um, <clears throat> pertaining to fields, you know, he doesn't have the weapons, but, you know, next year we got the salary cap, you know, 130 projected, you know, salary cap, so that's him, man, he can, you know, post and really work his magic on that you know, and the draft. Um, just wanna say, man, I mean, you gotta be proud of Justin Field's progression. I mean, man, he's study making, you know, <laughs> each game he's consistent, man. And the defense, they definitely got split this game. You know what I'm saying? And I wanna ask you too, man, so what do you think um by the trade deadline? Do you think we can um you think they're gonna trade Roquan? I mean, since he won a new you know, a new contract. And he's not really worth, you know, the money that he's asking for, bro. Cause he's not showing consistent, you know, consistent, um, progression in his frame, man. It's just like, you don't, you don't see it. For that amount of money that you're asking for, we should see that your performance on the field. And we're not seeing that at all. You know what I'm saying? So if they do trade, um Roquan or whatever, what do you think we can get in return for Roquan? What's his worth? You know, first, what, a couple of seconds. Second and third, I mean, you tell me what it is. What you think, Hayes? Um other than that, man, like I said, man, um it's it's funny too how, the, how how the um how things change 'cause our dom- our defense was dominant. Now it's like, you know, it switched and the offense is becoming more dominant, putting the you know, putting the points up on the board. And that's the way it should be. But we still have an unbalance. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get that defense and everything and a, and the offense on the same level because the offense has been looking good lately. We've seen the progressions with everybody. So, man, we just need that steady progression, you know, still, you know, keep playing. We want to see that progress out of fields and keep, you know, keep, keep growing with these reps, man. You know what I'm saying? And watch, next, you know, next year, man, when they get weapons, some weapons for fields, my God, watch out, man, because we start started seeing this for from fields now and they get some serious weapons and they beef up that O-line. Bro, I'm telling you. And grab a couple of defense, defensive players you know for that secondary you know what i'm saying because i don't really think those gonna be you know be here next year and oh my god the, man the names y'all be coming up but dropsy jones aka Butterfingers jones man he's man if he ain't careful bro if
1: you don't see no improvement out of him
0: he's out of here next
1: year. and rory you got cut off there i didn't cut you off there's a three-minute voicemail limit on the voicemail so keep that in mind guys when you do leave your voicemails but you know, a lot of this has been now said, you know, Rory getting into the trade deadline. Could the, could the Bears move Roquan? Well, we have the picture now to all of that. The thing is, is that this Bears team made the move. They made moves. You can you can agree. You can disagree with the direction, but they now have picked a direction and you can see it. They are now they've seen enough from Justin Fields. If the question was even ever there, but, you know, people like me, pundits and, and other, other people were asking, does this front office truly think Justin Fields is the guy? Do they have questions around there? Do they think as much as the fans thought and believe in Justin Fields? Well, now we have our answer. Yes, this team is going to give Justin Fields every opportunity to show, become, and be that franchise quarterback that so many of us see and want from him. We see the potential there. Getting a weapon like Chase Claypool for him, moving on from Roquan Smith to free up even more money to avoid the the, the contract dispute, all of that, it's a sign saying, hey, yes. Roquan, you meant a lot for us. You meant so much for us on the defensive end, and I'm not. I'm not going to say as some people are saying that the Bears are now transitioning from a defense to offense. Te- offensive team. You have to do both to be successful. If you can do both and be good in both areas, that's going to give you the best chance to really be and compete in this league. But with that being said, this Bears team is now with their moves that they have made, with the decisions that they've made, with the steps that they have made, have shown. Justin Fields is our guy, and we're going to continue to build around that guy and we're going to fill in everything else as we go but right now the priority is to give justin fields every opportunity every weapon every chance every everything that we can give him that we can put him in, put him in the best spots so that he can grow into this quarterback because once if justin fields grows into this franchise quarterback that so many of us see in there that that that's been bubbling that's been improving week after week if he turns into that franchise quarterback Everything else becomes easier. You'll be surprised how many players are going to want to come to the Bears just because they have a franchise quarterback. That is the thing that makes free agents sometimes take less money, even on the defensive end, because they know they have an offense. And the way that the league is, they have a, a quarterback that is a surefire thing. And once the Bears can do that and make this offense a surefire thing, you'll be surprised at how much easier it's going to be for this team to fill out every other spot on this roster. It's hugely important that the Bears do that. It's hugely important, and we see, we're seeing them now with these moves, investing in that. And that's it for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central or gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail like you heard on this episode so you can sound off the number to do so, 773-3242 sorry let me start that over 773-242-9336 is also in the description whether you're listening on the podcast side or viewing over on the youtube side like a liked in everything on bear down love you guys peace y'all
0: this has been a presentation of the break 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 media